Welcome to A to Z Sports. I am Zach Bingham. He is Jack Gentry. We're going to have a great show today. And we are always brought to you by BetMGM. Oh my gosh, if the if the Kings and Pistons would have just gone over, I would have won a good amount of money. But I was on some action last night. You can be on some action tonight with the Masters. They've got great boost. That's BetMGM promo code A. T-O-Z Sports. Don't fumble on your recovery with the Bone and Joint Institute right there in Franklin. They are trusted for all of your injuries. If you've got a sore hip, sore shoulder, they'll take care of you. And Nashville's uh, professional landlords, that's Renters Warehouse. RentersWarehouse.com, $89 a month can have you free and clear and not have to worry about being a landlord to your tenant. Or you can move out and rent out your house. It's a great way to create an additional cash flow. That's RentersWarehouse.com. CalvinAndSubtle.com. We feature hardwood floors, as you can see, this bad boy. You, We feature hardwood floors all the time. That's CalvinAndSubtle.com and Wilson County Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Check out their inventory. They will hook you up with the ride of your dreams, whether it's the Hyundai Palisade or the Hyundai Sonata that I drive. That's Wilson County Hyundai. Dot com. All right, Jack, let's get this thing lit. This is kind of what I was thinking today. There's a lot of quarterbacks that, that are swirling around this draft. The 49ers have already traded up to three. The Dolphins have traded back and then back up to get in more better position. That I, drive. I, I, think, I think that the Falcons have the most power right now at four to possibly stick and pick and take a quarterback or trade back. But let's go through these quarterbacks, Jack, and say and ask everybody, are you in or out on what you think that they will be as an NFL quarterback? Let's start with the one, the only, Trevor Lawrence. Are you in or are you out on Trevor Lawrence, Jack? I'll let you take the floor. Uh, I have seen, the reason why I kind of thought of this, I have seen in the chat over the last couple of weeks that, some people may be out on Trevor Lawrence, which I think is uh, – it's not a popular opinion, but it is an opinion. Jack, what is yours? I'm 100% in on Trevor. How could you be out? Uh, what in Trevor Lawrence's time at Clemson makes you think that this guy, he can't do it in the pros? He's he's accurate, 70% completion rate last year. He's played and won in big games. Every single year he was a quarterback at Clemson. They were in the college football playoffs – they won the Natty in 2018. He, he, he just shows up in, in big moments. He's got deep ball accuracy. He's mobile enough to, to, to make defense's game plan around, you know, his escapability. He, he ran for eight touchdowns last year. Uh, I mean, what can't this guy do? And I get it, you know, coming out of college, not every quarterback is, is a finished project, product. But with Lawrence, you're getting about as close as you can get you know, a lot of people say he's the best quarterback prospect since uh, Andrew Luck came out of, out of Stanford, and I, I kind of agree with that. I mean, he, he, he's – I get it. He played in the ACC, which is a soft, softer league um, than, than what a bunch of SC quarterbacks had to go through. But in the playoffs, he kind of showed everybody that just because I play in the ACC doesn't mean I can't sling it around against the big guys. And we saw that each and every year from Trevor Lawrence at Clemson. I For me – to take a quarterback number one overall, you need to check all of the boxes. Accurate, check. Mob mobility, check. Uh, big game player, check. Uh, IQ, check. I mean, this this guy really, there isn't a whole lot left to be desired from Trevor Trevor Lawrence right now. 
I'm 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 completely in on Trevor Lawrence at number one. Now I get it. He's going down to Jacksonville, and he's going to have his work cut out for him down there. But uh, with, with Urban Meyer in charge, maybe maybe that cha- maybe something changes down there where they say, you know what, okay, and they have another pick in the first round at twenty five. So whether they want to use that on a receiver or offensive line help, which I think they should do at the offensive line position, uh, you know, it's going to take a little while. But for me, if it was my quarter, if it was my my team picking at number one, it's a no brainer. Trevor Lawrence is that. Let's go to the chat. Steven is in. Scott is in. Jeff Roberts says, I'm 100% in. Dude is a stud. Louie, the first out that we have of Whoa. the day. Louie is out. Louie has some questionable. Uh, he has some good and bad comments, just like everybody. Uh, that was <laughs> That's our first out. Uh, Jeff says, in. Uh, Brent says, in. Oh, here's another out. Mark Beach says, out. Out. Overrated from Dustin. Dom, out. Going to a bad franchise. All right, so now we're starting to pick up some steam, baby. I like it. Uh, Titans for Life says in, but he won't be as he was hyped up to be. So maybe fall a a little bit short of the expectations of that generational talent label that a lot of people put on him. Ethan Ramsey says in and in on his future head and shoulders commercials with Mahomes. I I think that's a Miss Cleo prediction that's probably going to turn out. TJ Strayhorn says he is out. Billy Jones goes in. <clears throat> Stacy says in. Daryl says in. Uh, Ronnie says in. Steven says out. No way. So, wow. uh, look, the majority are in, but there are some sprinklings, sprinklings of out. So, I am in on Trevor Lawrence. I believe in the generational talent label. I think the one thing that will hold him back, at least initially, and could for the long term, is the franchise he plays for. Jacksonville, historically, does not do a very good job. They don't. They've been at the bottom of the league for years and years and years. They had one AFC Championship playoff appearance, and that was like one out of seven years with a winning record, right? So it was it was an anomaly. That's what it was because they're back picking number one in the draft or back up at the top of the draft picking number one. And then Urban Meyer, Jack, isn't that an experiment? I mean, we know the Nick Saban story. We That has been confirmed. Can college coaches that have had success and won national championships go to the pros? We've seen it all across sports. College coaching is different than professional coaching. Can this work, and can Urban Meyer get the most out of Trevor Lawrence while, and here's the key, while building a championship team and culture around him? Do you think that that can happen? I think that's more likely not to happen than to happen. So that's why I'm I'm in on the player. I'm trending out on the situation. Okay, that's fine, and I, I agree on both fronts. Like, I, I just don't understand how you could be out on the quarterback because if you're out on him, then that means you know what, Justin. But you Fields, are your environment. Yeah, that's true, and and that is a whole another thing. You know, I, I think the player Sam Darnold in Ryan Tannehill. I mean, both drafted Alex into, Smith. into bad situations, and, and they come out on the other side. Thankfully, uh, well, Darnold hasn't yet. We'll see what he does in Carolina. But, yeah, I mean, Jacksonville is about the worst place you can go to right now. I mean, Urban Meyer, unproven at the NFL level. 
he kind of likes to have full control and he's like the ultimate puppet master. You know, he likes to pull all of the strings. Well, in the NFL, you can't do that. However, with a rookie quarterback like Trevor Lawrence, I think there's a little more, uh, a little, little bit more of an understanding than it would be if he, you know, a veteran quarterback came in and, and, and was expected to be the starter. Their backup in Jacksonville is CJ Beathard. While he's a great backup, I, you know, you're going to start Trevor Lawrence week one if you select him first overall. So yeah, the the situation in Jacksonville couldn't be worse. I guess if you're in New York, you could make a case for the Jets, but I, you just have to you have to go Trevor Lawrence here. And and I, I haven't seen anything in Lawrence's game. I, I get you, you know the all the measurements in the forty times and whatever. You can read into that what you will, but from a quarterback perspective, game tape really is the only thing that matters to me. And just time and time again, we saw Trevor Lawrence show up in big games. I get that he didn't play well against Ohio State, still threw for 385. Um, granted, he was trying to pull his team you know, from behind. But uh, Trevor Lawrence has to be the answer at number one. If he can't help Jacksonville return to relevancy, I don't know who can. <laughs> they've gone all in on something that looks to work, but we're going to find out if it does. I, I do want to read this real quick. Let's go back to 2008. This would scare the ever-living hell out of me if I was Trevor Lawrence. The Jacksonville Jaguars. 2008, 5-11, and 7-9, 8-8, 5-11, 2-14, 4-12, 3-13, 5-11, and 3-13. The one year they had a winning record, 10-6, and six, lost in the conference championship to Tom Brady and the Patriots up. Let's shift right back into gear five and 11, six and 10, one and 15. And now they're heading into 2021. And a big reason they made that run to the AFC title game behind a stellar defense. And the reason why they couldn't top the Patriots in that championship game was because of the quarterback position. Blake Bortles game managed his way to an AFC championship wasn't good enough to beat the Patriots when when he was needed. If they had a competent – Bortles was competent that year. I think it was 2017. But if they had an above-average quarterback, they win that game, in my opinion. I just it, it, They are a franchise that has mismanaged all of their talent. It was a place where we saw defensive leaders like Jalen Ramsey and others celebrate – Yannick Ngakwe celebrate getting out of Jacksonville. I mean – it, it was it was a prison. It was it was an NFL prison. Alcatraz, Alcatraz now, East. And now you bring in Urban Meyer to change the culture when he's, you know, this is a this is a situation that is unfamiliar to him. I don't know. I get being out on the situation because I'm out on the situation, but I'm in on Trevor Lawrence, and you're in a division with the Texans. So you you know, hopefully you beat them at least once. You know, if you're the Jags. You work your way up. You're not going to win the division in, in Trevor Lawrence's rookie year. Maybe not throughout the duration of his rookie contract. But it's something to work towards, and I think Trevor Lawrence is the perfect guy to build around if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, last thing before we move on to our next quarterback. <clears throat> Louie, who we've, we, we talk about all the time, has his up-and-down comments. This is a good comment. Lawrence, uh, Trevor Lawrence could absolutely be successful if they move to London. The because London Jags. That that would money would pile in, and I think that whole Jags perception of what Jacksonville is mm -hmm. now goes out out the window because they're international. They're the first of their kind. Uh, that could be big. So uh, both of us in on Trevor Lawrence. No doubt. 
Next quarterback. Let's go to the next quarterback. Are you in or are you out on Zach Wilson? In or out on Zach Wilson? Before we get there, I do want to read a uh, a little bit about Wilson County Hyundai. Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go get your next ride. That is the Sonata or the brand-new 2021 Palisade, which is their full-size SUV. It's got bucket seats in the back and a third row. Austin and I have both test drove this particular vehicle. It's outstanding. It's awesome. We absolutely love it. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Payne Bone and his team will hook you up with a great ride and with a great price. That's Wilson County Hyundai. We also love BetMGM, the king of sports books. You, you sign up after the show with promo code A to Z Sports, A T O Z Sports, and you'll get a risk free bet up to $600. That's a lot of cheese. That's a lot of free bread. So you go ahead and do that, and you have the whole weekend. You've got Masters. You can live bet. You can bet after the rounds. However you uh, however you prefer to gamble, you have that option on BetMGM. They have an unmatched selection, a, a, a superb variety. They've got innovative parlays, boosted odds specials, which are phenomenal. Uh, you find, you get more value in, in certain, certain games or parlays. Game props and so much more. Download the BetMGM app immediately after the show ends. It is eSports. Let's go to Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, a lot of people don't know a lot about Zach Wilson. There's another Trey Lance who we'll get to later on in the show. Those are kind of the two quarterbacks that are question marks. Why? Because he plays for BYU. Nobody really watches BYU consistently unless, look, they played Tennessee. They beat Tennessee. They backdoored their way into beating Tennessee because Tennessee wasn't very good that night and got let the uh, offense get behind their defense. But Zach Wilson has had kind of the slow trend of growth at BYU. 1,500 yards passing this first year uh, in 2018. 2019, 2,300 yards. And in a shortened season in 2020, had 3,600 yards, 33 touchdowns, and three interceptions. But the biggest thing, Jack, dual threat. This guy is uh, very mobile. He is still his arm is his number one weapon, right? That is his asset, but he's got legs to scramble around. Jack, are you in or are you out on Zach Wilson? I haven't seen enough from Zach Wilson. I, I, I right now I'm out. Uh, you know, he had a hell of a 2020 season 33 touchdowns to three picks, took care of the ball. But, you know, the competition he was going up against wasn't, you know, isn't the same as Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, even Kyle Trask, Kellen Mond, these guys. Um, so, I, you know, in, in 2019, 11 touchdowns, nine picks. It's really, he's kind of one of those one year wonder guys. And he didn't play, he doesn't he have a ton of big game experience. I mentioned that that's big with Trevor Lawrence. Um, you know, the biggest game he played last year was kind of that impromptu game against Coastal Carolina, and he didn't look very good. He struggled for the majority of that game. They ended up losing, and that, that was a game if they won that, you know, New Year's Six was a real possibility. Uh, so he at BYU, he was very comfortable, right? You know, his reads, you know, it was, it was the first or second read because you're not playing against good defenses. He had a solid O-line, so he's comfortable in the pocket. But in the NFL, you're defined – as a quarterback, you're defined on what you can do when you're uncomfortable. That's a, that's a circumstance that Zach Wilson hasn't really faced yet. You know, in the NFL, you've got solid pass rushes. I mean, huge dudes running at you uh, every single snap, especially if you go to the Jets. You're going to have a face full of DNs, you know, just about 75% of the snaps. You've got elite secondary players 
Zach Wilson hasn't gone up against that. So what he can do when he's uncomfortable, I'm not so sure. He spent, you know, he, he was nice and cozy in his pocket up at BYU. Um, you know, he beat UCF in a bowl game, but I, that's not enough for me. I just, I haven't seen enough of Zach Wilson to make me go, yep, that's who I'm taking at number two. So I agree with you. We'll do a couple of comments. Uh, Billy Jones says his pro day looked great. In Ethan says because he'll have Corey Davis, which is just a, a terrible comment. <laughs> we don't want to get you he, started on that. Yeah. He's he's joking. He has the the laughing emoji. Um, in I guess from Dom. Uh, so I think the best comment that I will kind of resonate with is actually Titans for Life, who I usually disagree with with his takes, but. Rookie year in, career-wise out, the Jets will screw it up. This is a very good comment because here's how I look at Zach Wilson. We don't know a lot about Zach Wilson. The common man does not, even the you know us that are paid to do this, know less about him because of the weird year that we just saw, and that's where his stock rose the most. The three things, though, that make me say out are the three things I question. BYU, smaller school with less competition, right? Now yep. you're going to have to get over that hump. But it's been done before. There have been good quarterbacks that come out. Joe Flacco was out of Delaware, right? Like, sure, he won yeah. a Super Bowl. That, That's fine. It can yeah. happen. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not unheard of by any means. Right. right? But it's still a question. So that's one question. The second question is the way he plays. I tend, I, I tend to think he plays more like Carson Wentz, right? Erratic, really? sporadic, okay. running around, not thinking about his body in the next play, but thinking about the play, right? And that can get you hurt. And once you get you hurt, you're more likely to get hurt on a bad team. The Jets are a bad team. That leads to my third thing is he's going to the Jets. The Jets <laughs> just seem like they're the Lions. They are just in this purgatory of their ceilings are eight and eights but they're always going to come back down. It's like the Jacksonville Jaguars. I just listed off the record since 2008. It kind of tells you everything that you need to know. Those three things are a recipe for me to say out. I think all of us could be surprised, and this guy's really, really good. That's why the Jets have just targeted him. They traded away Sam Darnold, and they're like, we need to restart. I, saw I think uh, the last thing I'll say is I think that companies, let's just take sports out of it, if they're not doing well, they're just searching for the next thing. And I think the Jets are in that position. So I saw a comment that said Zach Wilson looked good in a pro day. But, you know, all of these quarterbacks are going to look good throwing against the air. So James that, Winston looked good throw, in his pro day. Throw that out the window. Um, but another thing about the Jets that makes me a little a little hesitant to, to go all in on Zach Wilson, they just hired Robert Sala. You know, Robert Sala, while he may be a great coach in this league, he's a defensive-minded guy. Their offensive coordinator, Titans fans are familiar with this name, Dow Loggins. So, uh, you know, I'm not exactly sold on him either. I Let's just, go wreck this league, Johnny Football. <laughs> I just don't know about Zach Wills. You know, he, he's got the spunk and everything, but Johnny Manziel had, had, the, had the spunk. I, I just need to see more. I'm not I'm not taking Zach Wilson number two. I, I think there's another quarterback, and we're about to get to him, who I would rather have at second overall. Okay. Could it be the next guy that we're going to talk about is Alabama's Mac Jones? Are you in or are you out in the comment section? 
We've had a lot of good comments so far. Mac Jones, more of a familiar face, won the national championship last year by boat racing, boat racing and steamrolling. Uh, another quarterback that we'll talk about in the Ohio State Buckeyes. But right now, Mac Jones, are you in or are you out? Here's the unique part about this, Jack. The 49ers trade up for to three. They give up a ton of future draft capital. John Lynch making moves. But they also tell us, tell us is the key, that they're going to keep Jimmy Garoppolo on the roster. So they're trading up for a top three pick to draft a quarterback. They're not drafting anybody else. They're going to draft a quarterback. They're keeping Garoppolo, but they won't tell us who they're taking, right? So there is mystery involved, and that's to shake up some of the draft. They don't know who's two. I mean, it's presumed that Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson, as we just talked about, are going one and two. But who's going three? So, Jack, are you, and, and the chat, are you in or are you out on Mac Jones? For me, Mac Jones is the most difficult quarterback to properly grade in this draft. And it, it's, it has nothing against Mac Jones. He's a winner. He got it done at Alabama National Championship. Uh, if, if it wasn't for Devonta Smith, Mac Jones hoists that Heisman last year. Um, he, he's got the he, – unfortunately for Mac Jones, he, you know, there's, there's too many question marks. He's, a, he's one of those Bama QBs. You know, when, when you think of, of, of draftable Alabama quarterbacks, yes, you had Tua, and granted he didn't play well in his rookie season. He ended up getting benched for an old man, Ryan Fitzpatrick. You have A.J. McCarron, Greg McElroy, Brody Croyle a long time ago. All of these names are, are, are quarterbacks that just didn't pan out. We're, we're drafted too high, and I'm worried that that might be the case with Mac Jones. On top of that, well, he made good throws last year, but it's hard to really get a hone in and, you know, really kind of analyze his performance last year when you have guys to throw through throw to or, or over his over his career like Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith, and, and more. I mean, it's he's a really difficult one for me. I, I think I am out right now. I could see him developing into a, into a starting quarterback in the NFL. I don't think he has the ceiling that uh, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, even Zach Wilson have. So uh, I think you kind of know who Mac Jones is at this point. He's a guy that's not – I liken him to kind of Blake Bortles. That's who I see in, in Mac Jones. Tons of weapons in college. Great offensive line to throw behind. Great quarterback. Great off, great, great coaching staff around him. Um, just was very comfortable overall. And I, he was playing against SEC defenses and torching them. But it's – Mac Jones on his own. Just Mac Jones without the receivers, without the coaching staff, without the offensive line. I think I'm out. I'm out on Mac Jones. All right, let's go to the chat. Datsun says Mac Jones in 100%, but Billy comes without. Louie goes within. Mark says in like hair in a biscuit. Hell yeah, Mark. Okay. <laughs> so uh, in on Mac reminds me of Tannehill from Maven. That's interesting. Out really? from Big Ten Jeff. Rob says out. I wonder what Big Ten Jeff's going to say about our next guy. Uh, Brent says out on Jones. Guy says out. Out from Jeff, out from Ronnie, out from Johnny, out from Jeff, out from Joe. Man, hey. Joe, John, Jeff, Johnny, Jay. Matt Jones yeah. is taking it this morning. Out from Titans. Uh, Patrick Patrick Bird says in. Um, and Dom goes in, and i got to scroll back up, 100% out on Mac Jones, too stiff, won't be able to evade the pass rush. That boy's thick. uh <sighs> All right, two comments. He smells like A.J. McCarron. Okay. But 
I'm in on Mac Jones. Hmm. And I'm in on Mac Jones because of where I believe his destination will be, which I think is key. The reason why Russell Wilson was so successful is because he went to the Seattle Seahawks and he thrived in the situation he was in. I think Mac Jones could go into a very, very good situation with the San Francisco 49ers. Now, there was some tomfoolery a little bit. Ohio State's holding a second pro day in which the 49ers are going to be there because the first pro day was on the same pro day as the Alabama Crimson Tide. The 49ers decided to both go to Alabama. Now they will attend uh, Justin Fields' pro day. But here's the best-case scenario for the 49ers. Kyle Shanahan is a quarterback guru. Their offense has a good offensive line and a good running game. They're building and stacking their weapons. What is a young quarterback's best friend? It's a dynamic tight end. They have that in George Kittle. I think Mac Jones is going to thrive, and the pressure may be less if they decide to start the season with Jimmy Garoppolo and Mac Jones has a little bit of time to learn. That's the key. I think Mac Jones needs some development. I'm always, and I think everybody should always be skeptical of an Alabama quarterback because there is no Alabama open in the NFL. It's actually called an INT. So, Matt Jones, <laughs> that's true. I am in on because of the 49ers. If he doesn't go to the 49ers, I think he'll fail. But I think that could be, I, I think that's the reason why John Lynch traded up to three to take him. Uh, but that's my opinion on him. I see something in a pro-style quarterback that Kyle Shanahan can do similar things with Mac Jones as he did with Matt Ryan in Atlanta during his Super Bowl run. I disagree with you, and I think the fit that works best for Mac Jones is actually in New England. You you not only have one tight end, you've got two, John U. Smith and Hunter Henry up there. You've got Josh McDaniels. Uh, you know, you talk about quarterback gurus. McDaniels has always found a way to work with any of his QBs outside of Cam Newton last year. It was a bit limited. Um, for the Niners, I don't think you take a backup quarterback at three. You're in a division with now Matt Stafford, Russell Wilson, and Kyler Murray. You need a guy to step in and elevate you immediately. And you can't really wait around for Mac Jones to develop, especially behind Jimmy Garoppolo, who the Niners have made clear with this trade they're not completely confident in. They're not sold on Jimmy G. So I, I don't think Mac Jones in, in San Fran works like it would, you know, up in New England where, you know, he has more time to grow. He's more time to I just to don't develop. think that he's not going to have an opportunity to get to New England unless, and the rumblings are starting to come in, about the Patriots trading up to four with the Falcons. But he still may not be there, right? So Mac Jones, I think, is long gone. That's like, you know, it's a pipe dream. It's not going to happen. Mac Jones cannot get to the team that you're saying, right? If Justin Fields is the fourth quarterback taken in the draft. Somebody has made a grave mistake. If you elect to take not only Zach Wilson, but Mac Jones in front of Justin Fields, you have you are going to regret that decision for an entire decade. That well, I've there's just more to like with with Justin Fields. He's a more dynamic player than Mac Jones is, and I know we're about to get to Justin Fields, but Mac Jones. He, He's stationary. He's not mobile. He can't scoot around in the pocket. Uh, he hasn't had to scoot around in the pocket. We haven't seen him really on the run. I, Mac Jones, to me, is the fourth best quarterback in this draft, which is great. He's going to be a first-round draft pick. But if you take him third overall, in San Francisco, a team that's in win-now mode, 
with the Rams and the and the Seahawks and an improving Cardinals team, huge mistake. I do find this hilarious that like, and, and it happens all the time. People are like, well, he can't move around in the pocket. He's a pocket quarterback. Like, that's what he is. Like Peyton Look, Manning wasn't fast. Tom Brady's not fast. You can move in the pocket. He can move within the pocket. He is a pocket quarterback. But look at the quarterbacks who are succeeding now. You have Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, all of these guys. Ryan Tannehill can move. Uh, Patrick Mahomes can move. You can't have a guy who's strictly, you know, just ank- drops back, drops his anchor, and he's, he's sitting in the pocket, you know, open season on the guy. You can't have a guy like that anymore. The NFL is yeah. evolving, especially at the quarterback position. No, no. It can work, and it has worked. Over the last 10 years, all of the quarterbacks, the majority of them, have all been pocket passers. Ben Roethlisberger, Eli Manning, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, and and Tom Brady. There how you many go. Of those They're guys, all oh Joe how, Flacco. I'll sprinkle in a little Flacco. How many? How many of those guys are effective in the league right now? Tom Brady's the only one. Tom Brady's the only one. That quarterback he just won a Super Bowl. That type of quarterback, I'm telling you, is on the way out. You've got to have a guy who can move around. Last thing before we get to Justin Fields. And we, you see this a lot. Jeff says, if Shanahan is a quarterback guru, why did Jimmy G struggle? Jimmy G struggled a lot due to injury. It was the inconsistencies of, of him being on the football field. The one year that he played fully, full season, they went to the Super Bowl. Now, Jimmy G is not an, he's not an elite quarterback, and he didn't even play at an elite level like Ryan Tannehill did over the last two seasons. But that's why I believe Mac Jones I'm in on is because I don't think the quarterback just has to raise his level of play to a certain point for the team to succeed. And that justifies results, right? Sure. Mac Jones, you you go on. Oh, I was going to say that uh, as we move forward, let's get to, I think the number one question of this draft is Justin Fields. Yes. Most familiar name, but most doubt that creeps in. I, I that's where I'm at. So, are you in or are you out on Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields? I'm so in on Justin Fields. It's crazy. I love Justin Fields. He, he brings more to the table than a lot of these other guys. I mean, he ran he ran a a sub four five forty, and you know I get it. Hand times are a little tricky this year. You can't trust all these hand times in, in the forty. But Justin Fields, you, you know, he, he looked incredible in the college football playoffs last year. Threw six touchdowns against Clemson. 385 and six touchdowns against Clemson, a team who had a great defense. You know, he, he's the best athlete in this draft. He's a solid deep ball passer. Comes from Ohio State. And, you know, while they had great offensive weapons, they certainly didn't have Devonta Smith and Jalen Waddell and, and Najee Harris. Uh, so so I, I know a little bit more of what I'm getting out of Fields. Fields is the second best quarterback in this draft, in my opinion. If you the the Jets, who cannot be trusted to make good decisions in the draft, if they do pass on him, the team who, who jumps in, maybe it is the 49ers. The 49ers can win now with Justin Fields. He's ready to go. The, the guy's 22 years old. He, he's he's played enough in college. Kirby Smart made the biggest mistake in his career in in letting Justin Fields get away from Georgia. He's the he's the second best quarterback behind Trevor Lawrence. Justin Fields is the closest thing to a sure thing in this draft, in my opinion. You, you can't go wrong with taking him at number two. Unlike Mac Jones, unlike Zach Wilson, unlike Trey Lance, Justin Fields gives you the best shot to win now in the NFL. 
Surprise, surprise that Big Ten Jeff is in on Big Ten Justin Fields. His work <laughs> ethic this past offseason shows he wants it, and the dude is tough as nails. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. The man's singing his praises. I am too. I'm, I'm with Big Ten Jeff. I love Justin Fields. Maven says he's out but in the right system, maybe. I think that's kind of what like, anybody – Brent, in, I'm on the fence with Fields, but we'll go with in. Love, love the decision-making there. He'll break the Ohio State QB bus streak. Nate says out. Deborah says in. Danny says, I think I'm in on Fields. But uh, I was in on Haskins also, so mm. we'll see. So, hey, self-admittance right there. I like that, Danny, right? Holding yourself accountable. I, I – that's the the thing that I think scares a lot of people is is he going to be the next Dwayne Haskins? But I think Dwayne Haskins was more mentally like unstable that led to his demise, and I don't think Justin Fields is like that. Just because you wear an Ohio State jersey and you're a dual threat quarterback doesn't mean you're the same person, you know. Yeah. Justin and Fields I, is going to lose his, lose a locker room like like Haskins did. Haskins bragging about his stats after losses. That's not the guy who Justin Fields is. So I'm not worried about mental makeup with Justin Fields. So here's why I think I'm out. Oh, Billy really? Jones. I don't think he has the accuracy consistently to, to make it. And that's the number one thing I look for in an NFL quarterback. Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill is accurate. He just in Miami didn't have anybody to catch the damn ball. Now, A.J. Brown hands catcher can catch it and the help of Derrick Henry obviously but accuracy Tom Brady accurate Patrick Mahomes accurate Deshaun Watson accurate jo Josh Allen has been the biggest maturation of accuracy in three years I think I've seen I agree this, with you this guy was throwing high Empire State Building high and then all of a sudden he gets some better wide receivers and his balls start to come down so he starts to settle in so Zach, you like Josh Allen so much in his in his development as a passer and just how his accuracy shot through the roof. Why don't you have the same faith that Justin Fields can do the same? Yeah, he, look, and I I said this about Trevor Lawrence. Nobody in this class, nobody in draft history, has come into the NFL as a finished product. They all have room to grow. They all have a ceiling that they can get to. And, and Justin Fields, he's got a cannon of an arm. He's a great deep ball passer, like Josh Allen. I actually I actually think that that's the best quarterback comparison to Justin Fields in the NFL right now is Josh Allen. Came out of college, there's some issues, there's some issues with with accuracy, but those with the right with the right coaching staff, with the right weapons can all be fixed and Josh Allen just proved it. The Bills were a later pick, right? They had the defense and they had the coach and they now have the the wide receivers and weapons. Where do you think Justin Fields is going to go? 3, the Niners. Okay, so you think that the Niners are going to take Fields and not Jones. Yes, I yes, one hundred percent. If you take Jones at three, I don't think that. Oh, that that you know, and John Lynch is a hell of a GM, and and Shanahan's a great quarterback evaluator. But that would be a huge mistake. I just don't see those two making such a big mistake. J Justin Fields is your guy at three. You you put him in. You've got Kittle. You've got a solid O line. You can build around. Um, you, you know, you have a defense that's ready to win now. I mean, a championship caliber defense. So I think Justin Fields fits that mold perfectly. I think he can come in and thrive there. And I look, and the 49ers are, are taking Mac Jones. Kyle Shanahan, the, the only reason people are saying this is because of Kyle Shanahan's comments after attending Alabama Pro Day where he said, 
you know, I'm picking three. I don't have to hide as much anymore. But that could easily be a smoke and mirror situation yeah. as well. I, 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 don't, trust, I don't know what you can't doing. trust anybody. Nothing is a sure thing when you're talking about, you know, draft positions, number one, and who you're going to take at that position, number two. So, so Patrick brings up something that I, I kind of alluded to. He says, uh, and he agrees, but he says, majority of athlete quarterbacks aren't that, that aren't that accurate, rely on their legs too much. And I agree with that. Now, Russell the, Wilson can run. He's the, the most that, well, actually, the only exception to that rule is Russell Wilson. But besides that, we've seen it time and time again of guys just running around and you just can't outrun an outside linebacker or an inside linebacker or a defensive tackle. You can't outrun anybody with three other guys chasing after you consistently. That's the issue that I have with Justin Fields is that and, and and it's not surprising you you rely back on what you've had success on through most of your life and career and that is the athleticism of Justin Fields and accuracy in the first couple of years is not I, 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 Josh Allen is I, I think I want to use the term again but he's kind of an anomaly of somebody who has grown into an accurate passer those are that's really hard to to find like to find after you have shown that you don't have the accuracy, you don't see a lot of NFL quarterbacks just like develop into their own and be like, "Wow, this guy all of a sudden is accurate." Yeah, Jeff Rubel, who who hints on this, you know, he isn't Lamar Jackson. You know, the man's the reason why the guy's going to go in the first round, probably the top five, is because of his abilities in the pocket. What he can do on the ground is just a bonus, and that. It, that's what you like. Like we just talked about the Eli Mannings, the Philip Rivers, the Drew Breeses. Drew Brees could move a little bit back in the day, but Tom Brady. I mean, those Peyton Manning, those guys. That type of quarterback is 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 kind of moving away from where the NFL is headed now. You need a guy who can not only sling it down the field, but can also threaten you with your legs. Defenses, you know, when when you're game planning for a Justin Fields offense, you you've got to worry about the, the long ball, and you've also got to worry about his legs. You got to almost spy on the guy. I mean, very few defensive coordinators in the NFL uh, can can really do both. You know, have the secondary to, to lock down the back end, but also have the front seven to contain a quarterback who can move like Justin Fields can. He's not primarily a runner. This guy can sling it all over the field. I, his passing ability is what gets him so high in this draft. What he can do on the ground is what elevates him even further. All right, so we will see. That's the best part about the draft. We've got now less than a month until Fields actually gets a team. I think his ceiling is the best of the best. Best case scenario is Russell Wilson, right? I mean, that if Justin Fields becomes that type of quarterback, wow, that's a home run. I don't think that's likely. I think he's somewhere below that. It's hard to find another comp to what Justin Fields can do. The worst then, case scenario is EJ Manuel. Oh God, come on! Don't put that evil on him, Ricky Bobby. I, I said, I said worst case scenario. Everybody's got a best and a worst case scenario. That's his worst case scenario. Well, that's fine, but I, and Justin Fields is a bit different. You know, he, he's part of this new modern quarterback. I think, I think he's closer to Josh Allen than he is to to anybody else in the league right now. He's six three, two twenty, a big frame. He, he can move four four nine forty yard dash, and it was at a pro day, so and he's a leader. That's an asterisk. He has leadership. And we haven't talked enough about what he did against Clemson in the college football playoff, the biggest game in his career, you know, outside of the Bama game. And look, Bama makes every every quarterback they play look human. But against Clemson, six touchdowns 
and shouldered that Ohio State Buckeyes team to get to a national championship appearance against Alabama. Justin Fields has just proven the most in his college career. Uh, he's proven more than any quarterback in this draft outside of Trevor Lawrence, and that's why I think he's as sure of a thing as you can have in this draft and when, when you're excluding Trevor Lawrence from the conversation. Well, that's what Juan's saying. He agrees with you. You said he's clearly the number two overall quarterback. So does Juan. So um, th that's why we're having this conversation because there's so many different quarterbacks and so many different opinions on if they can be good or not. Last quarterback, all right? The last guy we have before we move on to the teams, which I'm also curious to see how people will, will answer. In or out on a guy not many people know, and that is Trey Lance. Trey Lance, I feel like, has been climbing up the board, but he's like the guy, he's the silent assassin, right? Like, like nobody <laughs> knows about him, but all of a sudden you're dead, right? Like, so... Let's get to Trey Lance, but first, I do want to tell the fine folks about the Bone and Joint Institute. Don't fumble on your recovery. If you have something that has been haggling you, like a shoulder injury or a hip or a knee or a joint, a wrist or an elbow, the, the place to go to get that looked and checked out is the Bone and Joint Institute right there in Franklin. Do not fumble on that because that can build up. Look, I, I know... I've got a doctor right there that uh, that is in the Bone and Joint Institute, Dr. Thomas. He has taken care of me, has operated on my shoulder, and really, I mean, it changed my life. Now I'm back being active. I was playing a little sand volleyball yesterday. I couldn't have done that without Dr. Thomas going in there, scoping this bad boy, and getting me back to health. He can do that along with some other doctors that are specialists in their state-of-the-art facility in Franklin. We've broadcasted there many a time, and they – sponsored doc talk which spits some knowledge at all of the injuries that are around uh the tennessee titans the vols we do doc talks every month that's the bone and Inst uh, joint institute right there in franklin tennessee folks let's have a weekend let's do it through bed mgm use promo code a to z sports a t o z sports you'll download the app get a risk-free bet up to six hundred dollars the Masters are going on. We have NBA. We have NHL. The Preds, 11 of 13. Betting them is, is, is a cash machine right now. They're printing money for, for their betters. Uh, you know, there's, there's a ton of sports going on right now. Now's the best time to get in. After this weekend, we're kind of entering the dog days of the sports season, waiting around for the, the NFL draft, uh, midseason baseball, regular season basketball, hockey's on the back end of the regular season. But there's still so many things to bet on, and you should do it all through the BetMGM app, the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. All right, Trey Lance. Nobody knows who the hell Trey Lance is. Everybody Nobody should does. know. You, you should know who he is. He's going to be a guy that's going to be taken in the first round of the NFL draft at the quarterback position. Those guys are generally pretty popular. I get if you haven't seen him play, but you should know who he is coming into this draft. North Dakota State. Carson Wentz is the only other guy that anybody knows that came from North Dakota State. The one thing I do know about Trey Lance, and this is a tough question, like it really is. He's 6'4". That's the one thing I know. This it's man is tall, right? He's, He's a built. That's, that, that is valued in the NFL. I like that about him. He doesn't have a lot of experience. Mm -mm. Didn't play a lot last year. Now, he had 28 touchdowns and zero interceptions in 2019. North Dakota State was good, but their competition is trash. 
I, I, I literally, I, I do not know. <laughs> what do you, do you know, Jack? I, with, with most of these guys, you don't, it's impossible to know. It, but with Trey Lance, it's even it's even more difficult. No, it's I, a blind tender date. But this listen, is what Trey Lance is for 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 but, I feel like a ton of people. Trey Lance has enough on paper to get an idea of of the type of player that he can be at the next level. There are some good things about Trey Lance. There are some bad. I'll start with the good. You know, he twenty eight or twenty eight touchdowns to zero picks, ran for fourteen touchdowns in his only year as a starter at at North Dakota State. Uh, he's six he's six four two twenty. He's a huge body. He, he's got a strong arm and he can move around. I know you hate mobile quarterbacks, but he can move around in the pocket. And, and, and you know, he's good in goal line scenarios, although, you know, he, he kind of reminds me of a, a Cam Newton almost. But the, 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 the problem I have with him is he's a one-year wonder. When has a quarterback come out of college after only one year of experience as a starter, especially at a school like North Dakota State who's in the FCS, who has, hasn't played really anybody, um, really succeeded in the NFL. One-year wonders that come to mind are, we talked about Justin Fields and Dwayne Haskins. I think Trey Lance and Dwayne Haskins is, is a better comparison. Uh, Mitch Trubisky out of North Carolina, who really didn't even didn't even take snaps as a quarterback until the uh, his final year at North Carolina, and the Bears ended up making a huge mistake on them. I don't think the Bears will will go the Trey Lance route after seeing what happened. You know, the last time they they rolled the dice on a quarterback like this. Trey Lance to me is, I I, I just like Mac Jones. You know, I, I don't know exactly who he is. It's impossible to know. He hasn't played against top competition. You, you know, North Dakota State is the Alabama of the FCS. So in 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 kind of the same situation where we talked about Zach Wilson, how comfortable he was constantly. The NFL makes you uncomfortable. The NFL will provide the adversity if you haven't faced it already. And I don't know that Trey Lance is ready for that. He seems more like a project to me. Um, I I think, you know, I could see him going. We talk about, uh, you know, John Lynch and how great of a job he's done at GM. Well, uh, John Elway up in Denver typically misses on quarterbacks, right? Paxton Lynch, you know, there are plenty of examples of of swings and misses. Drew Locke looks like one right now in Denver. I could see the Broncos, who are a wild card team, you know, when, when we're talking about teams that could potentially draft a quarterback, a wild card team like Denver drafting a wild card quarterback like Trey Lance. I could see it. I don't think he's a good. I, I just don't think he's. Would that be? Would they be successful with him? No, I, I just, I, I don't believe so. I, I haven't seen enough out of him. One year as a starter at the FCS level. Now you're expected to come in and compete for the job against Drew Locke. That doesn't make sense to me. He's. In a division with Patrick Mahomes and and Derek Carr, who is decent every now and then, and Justin Herbert, you've got to have a quarterback in that division to compete. And I don't think Trey Lance is the guy that really moves the needle for the Broncos. And Bobby's right. John Elway would have loved this guy, it, and he no that's longer right. has the same position. Six four. Mm-hmm. John Elway looks for good bones. That's what that's John Elway likes that. All right, but not necessarily good quarterbacking skills. They don't always relate. They're, they're not always, you know, they don't always translate that way. And I think if Lance, I don't know if he'll drop this far, but I don't know what New England will do. Steph brings up Lance would be perfect in New England. That would be very interesting. I think that New England, just based on their culture, could get the best out of Trey Lance. Uh, But, you know, New England is a tough gig. They're trying to replace Tom Brady, and they're never going to do that. So how can they start to formulate a plan to win football games consistently without that 
all-star goat. I, I This is so hard to answer. It's the hardest question of them all. I'll, I will be in on Trey Lance. I'll be the John Elway based on his bones. You're going That's in, the, okay. I'm just going bones. So uh, let me ask you this, Zach, because drafting a quarterback in the first round, you're expecting him to completely change a franchise and, and kind of take them to that next level or to a division title or to a playoff appearance. And in, in most cases, you need a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback to do that. Do you think Trey Lance has Pro Bowl talent or capabilities? I have no idea. At least you'll at least you'll say that. That's fine. You know, but. I I cannot sit here and lie to you. Like I don't want to be Stephen A. Smith and just talk this guy up. Oh my gosh, the intangibles. Love this guy. I I I, I I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't. I cannot lie to this audience or you, Jack, That's to fine. say that I know or feel that that is gonna happen because of multiple things. Right, his lack of play in general the coronavirus year we just came out of and all of these quarterback needy teams. I haven't seen his pro day, right? Like, I don't know, but I also don't like forming opinions just based off of pro day, you know, like, very fair, very fair. So, so I, 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 this is Trey Lance out of all of the quarterbacks. He is the most, I'm very curious to sit back, wait and see. He's, because he's, Josh Allen, you we talked a lot about the Josh Allen comparison out of Wyoming. This is Trey Lance. Oh man, is it? Yes. You think so? Josh I, Allen is the Trey Lance, right? And vice versa. Well, because nobody knew anything about Josh Allen except for he was big, tall, strong, had a rocket arm, mm-hmm. was mobile, and could he didn't even ha- he couldn't even win games in Wyoming. But <laughs> yeah. that that is the biggest thing. I compare out of all these quarterbacks, the most likely to be like Josh Allen, like Trevor Lawrence is a separate entity, right? He's the close closest to a finished product that we have. You talked about it. Nobody's a finished product going into the league, but he's the closest there. How? I don't, he only started for one season. He's no, I'm talking about Trevor Lawrence. That oh, was, well. that, I, that Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, that he's sure. the closest thing to a, a finished product. Yeah, all the other guys. I want the next Josh Allen. And the closest guy that I see that could be the next Josh Allen is not Back Jones, is not Zach Wilson, is not your boy Justin Fields. It's Trey Lance. Oh, gosh. I wish he'd get off this hill before you die on it. But, look, Trey Lance is, is kind of like the Jordan love of this draft, right? You're, you're going to draft him. You're not going to throw him into the fire immediately. He's going to have time to sit back, learn, develop as a quarterback, which he There's hasn't a had difference. time to do. He's going to go in the top 15. Uh, yeah. Jordan Love didn't do that. No, Jordan Love went late in the first round to the Packers. He's going so to that's the difference. Like, until he's going to be drafted so high that Trey Lance, I think, is going to play. I just uh, To play Trey Lance after only one season of FCS experience would be difficult. But if he goes to a team that doesn't have expectations, he, he has time to learn and grow and, and you know, and has time for the NFL to teach him those lessons that eventually at any point in all of these guys' careers uh, will be taught. So Trey Lance is a project. He's a project. And, look, he could work out, but I'm talking, you know, uh, the other four guys can potentially come in, start in their rookie season, and I I see a way for all of them to have success. I just don't see Trey Lance immediately coming into the league as a starter, and that's fine. Not all great quarterbacks start their rookie year, but – I just I, Trey Lance. There's more question marks than there are checked boxes for me. 
All right, so let's move on to this because I, 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 I like I like this topic. Where this kind of moves right into our next topic. I have my opinion on Trey Lance and where I think he should go, uh, and I'll get to that. But the question we're going to ask you guys is which QB needy team, we've just talked a lot about the quarterbacks, but which QB needy team or teams, so we'll give you two because you know it could be multiple teams to make the playoff, but which QB needy team or two teams will make the playoffs this year? You cannot have three. You can only have two or you could just pick one. But which QB needy team will make the playoffs this year, max of two, but first, I am going to talk and tell you guys about Calvin and Subtle. We feature these hardwood floors on our show all the time. Calvin and Subtle is where you need to go to replace your hardwood flooring. Rip up that old carpet. Rip it up and replace it with good, nice hardwood floors from Calvin and Subtle. 615-448-6414. That's 615-448-6414 or online at calvinandsubtle.com. They will install and order the material within one one to two weeks. That is huge. That is rapido, my friends. That is moving quick. That, that is speedy Gonzalez quick. That's what I'm talking about. They're going to come in, and they're going to rip up your carpet. They're going to put in these brand-new hardwood floors at a very rapid pace, and then all of a sudden, you're going to be sitting pretty in the summer. 615-448-6414 or online at calvinandsubtle.com. Want a way to pay for some new hard floors? Uh, download yeah. the BetMGM app and use promo code A to Z Sports. You'll get a risk-free $600 bet. You you immediately turn that into $600 of your own. Boom! You can buy hardwood floors. Look, th- this is the best app you'll find. Uh, you know, amongst all of the national sportsbook apps, it, the variety, the selection, the you, you know, there isn't a buffer time when you're looking to place a bet to where lines may move in between the time you place them and, and when they actually go through. This is the best app for, for in-game parlays, odd boosts, um, in, innovative parlays, which is, you know, the best way to, to you know, build your money and be able to buy some new hardwood floors from Calvin and Subtle. So go ahead and download the BetMGM app today. I've got it. Zach's got it. Austin's got it. It's awesome. Go ahead and do that as soon as the show ends. One thing is for sure. There are a lot of QB needy teams. That's the reason why we asked the question. Well, let's right? go over those teams first before we start putting them in, in, in order. But I think that there's a ton of teams, right? I think you could I, – I, 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 let's set the record straight for one. Like, So this is how I would think. And we, had, we have a ton of comments. But like the Patriots are a quarterback needy team, even though they have Cam Newton, right? The, one, the question that I would say uh, – would you put the Steelers as a quarterback needy team, even though they have Ben Roethlisberger? Wanting and needing are two different things. I think the Steelers would like to have somebody other than Big Ben to to kind of have waiting in the wings. That could be a Trey Lance opportunity. You know, but they I, don't need him. They don't need a quarterback right now. They don't need. Right? One. So I he, think Cam. Newton, I, I could see them benching Cam Newton again. And that's why the Patriots need yeah, looking, a quarterback. Looking at the way Cam Newton played last year, he was skipping rocks half the time when he was trying to throw passes you know, further than 10 yards down the field. So they, they need a quarterback. I, I don't think McDaniels and Newton are, are, a, are a healthy marriage. I don't think that's going to work out in the long run. Um, so, so, yeah, I'd put the Patriots. They definitely need a quarterback. So let's read, read some comments. The question is, which QB needy team, two teams max, will make the playoffs this year. 
A lot of 49ers coming here. Scott, Puka, Brent all say 49ers. Dadson says the Bears. Rob says the Pats and San Fran. New England and Miami from Steven. Uh, none from Brian. So I thought we were <laughs> going to get one of these comments, and I think I, I respect it, but Brian goes none. Uh, it's tough because, Brian, I, I would agree with you a couple of years ago when there were only six playoff teams, but now that they've added seven and seven, uh, you kind of playing the odds that one of these teams is going to get in. Miami and San Francisco from Gregor Man. Uh, Ronnie says Niners in New England. San Fran in New England from Daryl. Tom brings up the Steelers and the Saints. Question mark, right? Those are good question marks. The, sta- the Saints, I think, are a great example of a quarterback needy team. But that's my personal opinion on the quarterbacks they have on the roster. I've watched Jameis Winston. That dude blows. He ain't any good. I don't believe in Taysom Hill. I don't I either. think he is more like Zach Wilson, which I don't believe in either. Right? But you know what? You know what? That doesn't matter because Sean Payton does. And for that reason, they're not going to jump early and take a quarterback. And they have better players in, in New Orleans. That is true. Uh, Maven says Patriots 49ers. So does Kevin. Zach says 49ers in Denver. Von Miller coming back. So they have their defensive leader back. And they also have another defensive player coming back. So uh, the Broncos, they got to fix their their quarterback needy team. They got to fix that. Uh, 305 Fonzo says the Pat and the Niners. Where do you go? on this jack as far as quarterback needy teams making the playoffs this year well for me one big question is do the dolphins need a quarterback they took two of last year at fifth overall and they they were already in the hunt for deshaun watson before all of all of the fallout happened with him and his situation in houston but i don't think if you're the dolphins you you draft a quarterback in the first round two straight years that seems like a, you know giving up on two or two early. Granted, it's better to to kind of right the ship when it's when it's starting to sink. Dolphins have picks six and eighteen, so they could take a quarterback with one of those. Um, for me, two teams that will make the playoffs. I, I think the teams that have the best chance are yes, the 49ers. That's Let, no. Let's time out on the 49ers. They got to deal with Seattle. They've got to they deal with LA. And they're going to deal with Arizona. Yeah, so that that's the only thing that makes me hesitant on them. But you know, I, I think that there's a way for them to get in. They of those teams you mentioned, they probably have the second best defense behind the Rams in that division. So you don't have to have a quarterback like Russell Wilson or or even even like Matt Stafford to get to the playoffs. Um, I, I think there's a wild card spot available for the 49ers if everyone stays healthy on defense. If Bosa stays healthy. Um, and, and you know Kittle as well on offense. He 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 was injury, he had injury issues last season. If he stays healthy, he's going to be the quarter a rookie quarterback's best friend. Um, so so 49ers are at the top of the list. Uh, there's just less moving parts with that team. Um, the the Dolphins, I think we can we can kind of toss them aside for now. I don't think they'll draft a quarterback. They would like a proven vet instead of you know rolling the dice on another rookie quarterback after you know a rough start to the Tua era down there. The next team that could make the playoffs that I think has the best chance to make the playoffs by drafting a quarterback is the New England Patriots. I think the Patriots are positioned the best to to make the playoffs. They have two tight ends that they just brought in. So they have weapons. And look, they're going to have to figure out the wide receiver position as well because Edelman's not playing this year. He's got bad knees. 
Um, the the Patriots and, and Bill Belichick, you can't rule them out ever. They've got the Jets in the division. Uh, they, they've got the Dolphins, too. If Tua is the guy this year, I don't know really the ceiling for Tua. I don't think the Dolphins are a, a 9-10 win team with Tua playing 16 games. So I don't really believe in him. I think there's more room for the Patriots to go up uh, than, than probably the rest of these teams. Then from then on, the Bears, they're kind of a mess in general. The coaching staff, the front office, um, the offensive line, their wide receivers, they're, they're kind of a mess. So I put them, New England and who? New England and the Niners. Those are my two teams. All right. I, I, I like the Niners. I've talked very highly about the Niners. I don't think next year is the year that they make the playoffs because of their conference and, more importantly, their division. That the the NFC East is not going to blow like it did last year. There's going to be better teams, and we had a Washington so, football team. Uh, I will brought that up because they are a quarterback needy team. They're interesting, and while they might may not take a quarterback in the first round, I could see a Kyle Trask or Kellen Mond landing in Washington. I could see a Kellen Mond, uh, and mm-hmm. I'm curious where Kyle Trask will go as well. Uh, New England, I think, is the correct answer on one of these, right? I'm I'm with you on there. They'll have Cam Newton. They will draft a quarterback probably. So there's 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 that. So I'm stuck between two NFC or NFC teams. Both playoff teams last year. The Washington football team and the Bears. Okay. Okay. The Washington I mean- football team, I think that's going to be my decision because the Packers have Aaron Rodgers and are probably going to win that division. I can't say the same thing for the NFC East. I would presume that Dak Prescott comes back healthier for the Cowboys and they're the leader in the clubhouse. But the Giants have made some moves to improve on Daniel Jones if he could just hold on to the damn football. Mm-hmm. And then the Eagles, uh, can Jalen Hurts put it together for a full season? So With no I, wide receivers. Right. I, I will go with, but the Bears have Allen Robinson. And I don't believe in the Vikings and the Lions or the Lions. I'll go with the Washington football team and the New England Patriots. Those are my two teams. I, I, I'm confident in that. I like those I like two that. picks. I like it too. We, Washington, has, they just signed Ryan Fitzpatrick. They had Tyler Heineke who showed out in, uh, in in the playoff loss last year to Tampa. But he looked good and he had some, he had some moments in that game. Um so, so you're going to bring in a third quarterback to those. I don't know which one Fitzpatrick or – Heineke, you really move on to because, look, you're, you're not going to waste a, a spot on the 53-man for a third quarterback. That just doesn't seem to make sense to me. But I, they're in the position where they deserve to roll the dice and try and find a new guy. I think Well, they're going to have to because they're going to be in that purgatory, as we talk about, where the Washington football team is 8-8, eight and 7-9, eight, and nine, or 9-7. Nine and seven. Well, now, the, now it's changed because of the 17-game schedule, so they'll have one more win or loss. But they're going to – if you stay there, you're never going to get your big-time quarterback. Or you're going to have to get really lucky and draft a guy in the second or third round that you are high on. But those, the odds of him hitting the way that you need him to hit are less likely. So they're going to have to make some moves. I think this is the draft to make some moves because four quarterbacks are going high. Maybe even five quarterbacks are all going high. You're going to be in that mid to late round pick. You're gonna have to grab somebody. Do you so you do you grab the cream of the crop and reach on a Kellen Mon or Kyle Trask because they're gonna learn behind Fitzpatrick and Hennick Hennick is not gonna stay. Like that guy 
They love him up there, dude. I I wouldn't be so sure. I think Fitzpatrick's the most expendable. Um, but when you talk about the Washington football team, you know, the best offense is a great defense, and they have that. Of the teams that are needing a quarterback, Washington has the best defense. They just do. They have Chase Young. They've got an awesome D-line. Uh, they got Montez Sweat uh, in there as well. It's in a good secondary with Fuller on the back end too. Um, so there, there's a lot to like, and really they're a quarterback and probably another receiver short of kind of turning the corner. They're a lot like, you know, they've got a solid running back that they can lean on in Gibson. He proved that last year. They've got Terry McLaurin who was drafted. He's kind of the forgotten guy in that draft with AJ Brown and DK For Metcalf. Sure. Um, so, so, so he, I, I like Washington. I, and your point to they have an easier path to the playoffs, I'm on board with. It's tough sledding out in the NFC West. Where in the NFC least, you can win eight games and you're the division champ. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Uh, all right, quickly before we move on to good news, and we both have some good news. I've got some strange good news, uh, some social good news, but strange. Who do you think will win the Masters this weekend? Give us your pick. In the chat, who do you think will win? Uh, we'll we'll, we'll kind of touch on this and then uh, go to good news. But who do you think will win the 2021 Masters? First, though, I am going to tell you how you can win by becoming a landlord and not having to do a whole lot. $89 per month. Renters Warehouse will help you out. They are Nashville's professional landlords. It's mailbox money. That's why that mailbox is at the bottom of the screen. That's money coming into your pocket from your tenants they're paying you. You only pay $89 to have Renters Warehouse manage all of them. They will actually go find. It is like an interview process to go find really good, reputable tenants to come fill in and rent out your house. So whether it's your house that you are trying to move out of and buy another one or an investment property that you have, let Renters Warehouse take the ease and take the burden away, but let them take the ease of, of managing that and they will do that for only $89 per month. That's renterswarehouse.com. Bet MGM. We're going to talk about the masters who you think should win while those comments keep rolling in. Don't forget that you can go put your money where your mouth is on bet MGM with promo code A to Z sports risk-free bet up to $600. As long as you use the promo code ATOZ sports. Uh, look, you've got all weekend to find a winner. Justin Rose started hot. Maybe he cools down. There's extra value on some guys who are below him right now. Take advantage, download the BetMGM app, and let's make money this weekend, guys. All right, let's look at this board. Justin Rose is seven under. He is through two, so he's even, so he's still there. This is up to date as of right now. Uh, you've got uh, you've got Leishman up there. Mat Matsuyama is up there. Webb Simpson is up there. Patrick Reed, all at like minus two, minus three. And then you have more of the bigger players uh, you've got uh, you've got uh, Jordan Spieth at right now. He's sitting. Uh, he needs to make some moves, but he's sitting at one under. He tees off uh, at nine fifty four. So coming up here, just just short. Uh, let's see. You've got Justin Thomas at plus one. Bubba Watson at plus two. Dustin Johnson at plus two. Rory at plus two. The course Adam was unforgiving. Plus two, BDT. Uh, we're talking about uh, Tony Finau mm -hmm. at plus two. Who do you think is going to win this thing, Jack? 
Man, the course was really tough on these guys yesterday, outside of Justin Rose, who completely dominated. Um, before the tournament, I placed two bets, Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas didn't have the day he wanted to. Jordan Spieth had a had a very Jordan Spieth day, a very up-and-down roller coaster. I'm rolling with Jordan Spieth still. I'm sticking to my guns. He's as volatile as a golfer as, as there is right now, maybe. You know, we saw yesterday when he tripled – he triple bogey to hole after putting a shot in the woods and then off a tree. And then he comes back on 17 and, and holds out, uh, you know, with an Eagle on, on 17 to get to one under. And when you're having to come from behind, you need a guy who can potentially, you know, chop some strokes and chop them fast. And I think that's what, uh, that's what Jordan Spieth is poised to do. He's got some work to do today. He's got to, he's got to kind of half that lead, cut that lead in half. Um, but w- when you need, when you need a guy, we're picking to win, not finish top 10. You know, Jordan Spieth, you know, he, he could have one of his bad days and put a couple in the drink. But when you're, when you're talking about a guy who has to make up six jokes, I'll take a guy like Jordan Spieth. I'll roll my, I'll roll the dice with Jordan Spieth. He's going to, you know, you're, you're going bigger, going home when you bet on Jordan Spieth. If he gets hot, there's really nobody better. So give me Jordan Spieth. I'm going with your other guy. I've got money on Justin Thomas on bet MGM, uh, 43 to win 500. So I hope that if Justin Thomas wins, I can get $500 payout. That would be nice. I would enjoy that. I would also like that. I don't think either of those guys are going to win, though. That, that my, gut, my gut tells me that neither of those guys are going to win. I hope it's Justin Thomas. But I have a weird feeling that this Masters can, is either going to go two ways. Justin uh, Rose is just going to dominate and lead the entire tournament. I think it's either that. Or more of a rando is going to come out and and win this tournament because you have a lot of you have a lot of randos now those randos will start to fall because the of, cream will rise course, to the top usually but there will mm-hmm. always be that one or two guy that shouldn't be there right so I'm either going this is my prediction I hope Justin Thomas wins but I think that uh, Justin Rose will cruise the rest of the weekend because of the lead he's already built, or the weird name that you don't see in there that has never won a major will win. Okay. I like this. And, I, you know, I saw Greg German's comment. I think we can all agree. Anyone but Patrick, please. <laughs> I would hate to see Patrick Patrick Reed put on a green jacket. I don't like that guy. Nobody likes Reed. I wish DeChambeau was up at the top just so we could, uh, you know, rip pre-workout and talk yeah. about him more. He's, he's a fun guy to root against. Yeah, villain. Everybody needs villain. Patrick Reed's a villain. Uh, DeChambeau's a villain. Sergio's a villain. Um, so th- that's good for the game of golf. All right, guys. Justin Thomas, let's go. Yeah, let's uh, let's yeah go. Justin Thomas. Right, let's get to good news. Ain't that good news? It is a Friday. Let's end this show. A great show from Jack and, and myself and the chat all together. We're a team here. Ain't that good news? Tell us your good news on this Friday heading into the weekend. It is Masters weekend. It, it, the sun is shining here in Nashville. I don't know wherever uh, you guys are, but uh, it's a beautiful day. I've got some work to take care of. Jack and I, we've got some work after the show, and then uh, I've, I've got to go do some things. But I'm trying to get, I'm trying to start my weekend early around 1, 1.30 or so and saddle up, pony up, and start watching some golf. That's my plan. That's good news, but that's not my good news. Jack, lead us off 
and also the chat. Make sure you you comment your good news. What is your good news going into this weekend? So if you know me, you know I love my gambling. You know I love betting on sports. Um, I'll be in kind of the promise this weekend. It's like it, the the Kmart of, of Las Vegas. I'm going to Mississippi on Friday night. Um, I, I'm, my buddy's having a birthday party in, in Oxford. Uh, he's coming back home. His parents live there. So me and a bunch of friends are going to go to Oxford. But since I'm working late tonight, I'm going to I'm gonna cut the drive and, and going to stay in Tunic overnight and see if, you know, maybe the trip pays for itself. Um, but we'll see. So, I, look, I, I get to step into a casino for the first time in over a year. I'm really excited. It's a place uh, that in college I went to Ole Miss. I, I probably made more trips to Tunica than I did back home to visit my parents. Hope they're not <laughs> watching. But um, but it, it, I love Tunica. It's a fun place to go. That's where I'm going to be on Friday. Or that's where I'm going to be later on tonight. I'm curious to see. I went to I went to a casino in Arizona in February, and uh, you know they have the the plastic screens up, and you had to wear masks. That's Arizona. Arizona is very different than Mississippi. So, yep. curious to see how your experience is. Uh, not only if you win, I'd like to know if you win, but just the experience in Tunica uh, as far as COVID is concerned. Let Let's go to the chat. Ain't that good news? Aaron says it's going to be a high of 90 here in San Antonio. So right there in San Antonio, Tim Duncan land, uh, it's going to be hot. 90 sounds like Texas. Puka says had second vaccine shot uh, with little side effects. So that's great. Congratulations to, uh, to Puka. That's great. Finally get to turkey hunt tomorrow. Ain't that good news from Danny. Mm -hmm. Zach goes with the weather as well. Supposed to be 75 degrees in Chattanooga. Uh, let's see here. Sun's out from Louie. Sun's out, guns out. Uh, Kevin says COVID test was negative. Turns out it was allergies. Ain't that good news? That's, That's absolutely great news. Good news, right? Nobody wants to quarantine. Aaron says, ain't that good news? WrestleMania is tomorrow and Sunday. Got his first vaccine shot on Wednesday. So that's looking towards good news. Zach says, my other good news is opening weekend for the Braves. That's right. That's right. The Braves say they got off to it. They got a bad start. But, hey, they're coming back. I'm telling you, don't sleep on them. Got stimulus checks in about time from Stacy. Uh, so here's my good news. Mine's weird. My good news comes from a sex tape. That's what? my good news comes from a sex tape. Don't tell me it's yours. It's not my sex tape. Okay, that's, but, well, that's much better. That is the good news. The good news is Dave Portnoy, <laughs> if you've been following this story this week, had a sex tape leak. I hate cancel culture. Anybody else who had a sex tape would be six feet under the ground. Would be did in you watch a, it? Would be I, yes, I did view the sex tape. It was like <laughs> it's like forty seconds. It's forty seconds. Every it's making its rounds on the internet. I, I'm not pulling any punches. But the good news <laughs> is this: that you can have a person that completely sticks a middle finger to cancel culture, and that's what Portnoy did. And I respect the hell out of that. Not many people with the power that he has and the money that he's responsible for in the company that he brands and owns partially can just say F you to society. You're not going to cancel me. With all of these pitchforks on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on regular news, traditional news, they just really want to shoot you down. They want to kill you dead in the streets. 
drag your body, bury you, and never see you again. That's what they want to do anytime these things type these happen. What did Portnoy do? He turned on his video, turned on his phone, <laughs> did a video, and said, hey, look, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Who cares? I don't care. Why should you care? Boom, it's over. So oh, my good my. news is not actually the sex tape. I don't really care about that. <laughs> it's, it, it is the fact that he, that he was not canceled. There is no repercussions on something. He literally didn't do anything wrong because, look, it, it came out that the young lady, it was consensual. And so there ain't no problem with that. It may be weird. It may be, you know, a little much, but he just completely killed cancel culture for at least one week. Now it will come back and rare its ugly head, but you, you know how I feel about that. That is my good news that somebody was bigger than these jabronis on the internet with opinions about trying to just kill somebody dead in the streets. How much bigger? I'm just kidding. But there, there are three people. <laughs> there, there are like three people in this great world that we live in that are uncancelable. One, El Prez, Dave Portnoy. Two, Lane Kiffin down in Oxford. Can't cancel him. Three, the great Derrick Henry. I don't I can't I can't imagine he can do anything to possibly ever get canceled. Those are my three uncancelable people in, in the world that we live in today. Pretty good list right there. Yeah. Pretty good list. All right, guys, pretty good show. Thank you guys for joining on a Friday. Hope you have a fabulous weekend. It's Friday. Take a deep breath right out into the weekend. Enjoy the weather if the weather is nice. Enjoy the Masters because that will be going on. It is April. We're heading into spring. Things are opening back up. When LA reports that they're opening back up in June, something is going well, right? Something's trending in the right direction. So be safe, but... Live your life. Jack, great job today. We will see everybody again on Monday. Adios.